This episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by the lawyers that represent R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly's crime, such as pissing all over a teenager or even marrying a 15-year-old girl, we promise to represent you as hard as we would represent a washed-up artist. Even if we were to lose the case, we promise to give you the opportunity to defend yourself on national television and maybe even have a childish outburst or two. So, what do you say? Even if you only have $650 to your name, you'll be defended. Hello and welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast. For both Ian's old and new, I'm Kyle Bargo, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the prehistoric Spike Salter. Hi there, friends. And the futuristic Hayden Snook. Wow, guys, you're never going to expect what happens in the future. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so, so this week we're going to be talking about time travel. Uh, questions like, is it possible? Would you do it? Where would you go? So, like, does a simple life with the Flintstones appeal to you guys, or would you rather join the Jetsons up in the sky? But first, what's new with you guys? Hayden? So, this past weekend was the first day of the official trout season in Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. Um, I got to break the camera out and get some good candids uh, of everybody fishing, and I got one particular photo of this dad holding a fishing rod with his daughter and it is officially like the, my favorite picture I've ever taken. And it's just like capture that sentimental moment of dad and daughter, like coming together. And like, like the way my grandfather said it was that he could hear like literally the dad whispering, you having fun, honey? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And probably one of my favorite photos I've ever taken. Nothing to do with this like podcast or anything, but it's just like, you know, it was a good time and I enjoyed it. Sure. Now, I saw you shared that on Facebook. Did you find yeah, who it was? Yeah, and I'm sending them a canvas. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. awesome. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. What about you, Spike? So the time has come, everybody, and this is a huge day in Bacon House podcast history. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you. Drum roll, please. A mic is on the way. Ooh. Spike got a mic! Spike got a mic. Oh, that is right. huge. Shout out Lori Seltzer. She came in clutch. I uh, bought like she a comes 60. In clutch all the time. Yeah, she mm-hmm. does. She's the goat. I got like a $70 mic and she used some of her Amazon uh, Amazon Prime points and it came down to like 40 bucks. So it should be, I should be pick, getting it tomorrow, which is going to be back home. So I won't be able to get it till like the end of this week. But like two podcasts from now, I'll be using a mic. Yeah, I'm and, not going to That's actually really exciting. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited too because, you know, I think we have good content, but like I, I hate when. I don't like that I'm the one that has like the worst quality. Like I'd like for us to at least have the quality issues down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'm ready, I'm ready for, you know, cause I kind of feel like an amateur. So I'm ready mm-hmm. for that to, uh, you know, to get taken care of. But uh, Bargo, what is new with you, my man? Well, I was just going to say it's super exciting for me because as the tech guy or a tech guy, it always annoys the hell out of me when I can't do anything. Like when things are out of my control tech related. So for <laughs> you to finally get a mic, to where we can like tweak the settings and make sure everything's good to go. Like it, it's hard to work with like an internal speaker or like your little headset there. So that, that's super exciting. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to click the re or the refund button and send that back. to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it'll be, we'll be able to do a lot more uh, audio post-processing too. Once, once you have a track that is 
pretty much on par with what Hayden's mic is. So yeah, like, like, like I said, super exciting. But yeah, this weekend was kind of uh, kind of lax. So my girlfriend came up, her fiance uh, came up, and we hung out. She's wow. actually she's actually pretty sick. Um, so I was taking care of her most of the weekend, but I was able to catch Tiger uh, winning the Masters. That's I right. know I know the odds for him prior to the tournament starting or prior to the major starting was 14 to one, which are, are pretty good odds. I mean, yep. but that, that being said, I would, would you, would you agree that the masters is probably the same as placing a bet at the beginning of March madness? Like it's just such a drop in the pond. Yeah. You really have no, no clue. Especially in today's game. And especially since tiger hasn't been the tiger woods of old, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously he, he's getting there. And obviously with the win now he, he's, he's close to returning, but mm-hmm. no, because you have so many good players and, it was so cool to, it, it was cool to see the act like the tiger effect. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like, they were, they were getting scared. Nobody could birdie anything. And then people started like double bogeying, like Francisco Mol- Molinari started double bogeying. And all of a sudden like tiger just shot out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I had uh was it Kwepka or Kepka? Kepka. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks Kepka. I actually put a bet on him on hole 16. It was 250 to one for Kepka to win. Yeah. Uh, and I put 15 bucks down, which would have been like a decent chunk of change. I mean, four or in, the, or in, the last, in the last six majors, he's won three, Brooks has. So Wh- which is which is incredible because you don't think – I feel like I always see him up in the top, but I feel like any time – and yeah. granted, I don't watch golf, but I feel like any time I do watch him, he's he never wins, but he's always like top four or five. Whereas you see like the names you rec- – at least I recognize, like your Phil mm-hmm. Mickelson, uh, Jason Day – like yeah. a, a bunch of those guys always end up like they're never in in the top when you expect them to. Like who was the favorite for this? And he didn't even finish like top ten, right? It was it was Rory McIlroy. And where'd he finish? Do you know? I mean, he he finished like six under, five under. Oh, so. Okay, but I mean, yeah. Tiger but, was what twelve? Twelve? Uh, thirteen, fourteen? I want to say. So it, um, it is it is kind of crazy. I, I will just say this, and then we don't have to talk too much about this since it's mm-hmm. sports. But it it was really cool to see, um, because you know. I remember Tiger winning when I was a kid, but I don't really remember like the process of him winning. I just remember seeing him in a green jacket and that's about it. And so it was really cool to see, I mean, golf is great when he's great. So I was actually working at the courses yesterday Mm. and there was a a men's tournament going on. I mean, a D one tournament going on and a bunch of the players, coaches and parents were all inside the clubhouse and we were all going crazy when Tiger was winning. I mean, the place, I mean, yeah. Literally inside a clubhouse in the central Pennsylvania, people were going crazy over Tiger winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was weird. Like my mom and my grandmother both cheered after Tiger Woods won, and they never watched golf ever. Exactly, it was, that's how. It was that's how weird. You never like we knew Tiger Woods as a global name, but it proved how much of a global name he is. People who don't even watch golf watch that. Mm-hmm. Right, and big right. day for Didn't Nike. Someone like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had to add right away, didn't they? I mean, they well, posted it. Yeah, right yeah, absolutely. Away. But I mean, he's hasn't he won all his majors in that red? He always wears the red Nike shirt, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so Sunday red and black on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't someone place like a eighty five thousand dollar bet and yes. one point four million? And yes. and I don't know how much of that story you guys know, but from what I read that this morning, from what I remember, the dude was like forty years old. He was a day trader, wow. so he didn't have like a consistent income. But he still has a mortgage on his house, student loans, and I think two car loans, which means that, like, if he has two car loans, there's no way that, like, they're trying to portray him as this random college student that has nothing to lose. 
But yeah. he, he supposedly everything he could afford to lose, he took it out and put that eighty five thousand dollars on Tiger to wow. win like a million, one point two million, one point two seven five. It was one point three nine yeah. or something. It was, yeah. it was something around that, which is absolutely absurd. But I mean, that that's much better than I would I would take that. Think about it too. Like it, it's Tiger Woods, and yeah, he hasn't won a major since two thousand eight. But th- that's a type of bet. Like no, I wouldn't put eighty five thousand on it. But no, at, four, at fourteen no. to one or whatever Tiger's odds were, it was it, I think it was definitely more than ten, twelve. I'd at least put twenty bucks every time on a golfer because you never know. Oh, you, the way he was playing, he was going to win at some point. Yeah, it was and expected. of course it's the biggest it's the biggest stage in golf, the mm-hmm. Masters. So I mean, it was only fitting that 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 he won that. So mm-hmm. so is, do you think like all of the analysts used to say that Tiger Woods was like done? Do you think he's like? officially back like you know what i mean what i'm trying to say not is not he, is he like not, officially going to be the tiger woods that everyone wanted him to be again he's he's going to be very very good he's never going to be the tiger of old though and that's just because he's 43 mm-hmm. and to go up against these guys who hit it very very far consistently and i'm not saying he he doesn't hit it far. he does he does hit it far but we need to remember that he's 43 father time is still undefeated these guys he's going against are, you know, between the ages of like 24, 29 years old. Um, he's he's not going to win like, you know, four of five majors. He it's might kind win. Of interesting though, uh, like him winning this weekend kind of pertains to this weekend. There's like this uh, topic today. Like it kind of felt like we were going back in time and seeing young Tiger. Mm-hmm. Look at that segue. That was wow. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful segue. But first, <laughs> before we get started, I did want to do a little bit of a plug here. So if you are listening for the first time, obviously welcome. We're, we're glad to have you. Uh, regardless if you're old or new, let us know you're there. Leave a comment, like the episode, or leave us some sort of rating on any of our platforms. So Hayden can talk a little bit more about this, but we just started pushing and promoting on Instagram, and we have a giveaway of a vacant house crew neck, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the shipment first shipment just came in, our personal uh, copy of the crew neck. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very limited quantity. So obviously our three and then maybe one or two, it depends on how many people I know the giveaway. I haven't really decided yet. It might, it's mm-hmm. probably just going to be one, but, but uh, to enter, all you have to do is follow the Instagram account at vacant house PC and send us a DM with the hashtag VHP. We're checking our DM request uh, mm-hmm. every day. So it's, it's, you're not going to be missed. Um, and then we're going to put it into a random like number generator and we'll decide the winner from there. And that should end Saturday at 9 p.m. So get your entries while you can. And we really appreciate all the time and effort you guys are putting in just for listening and following us on uh, social media and all that. I will, sure. I will say this, that we've gotten we've gotten some feedback recently, like our first feedback uh, and a bunch of new messages and a bunch of views. And I got to tell you, it feels really, really good. So thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've had a ton of support uh, and definitely the feedback is always welcomed. Uh, I yes. talked about that with, with these guys of how important that feedback really is, whether or not, and that's not just like spike, get a new mic. It's, <laughs> it's talk more about these type of topics. This is what I like. This is what my yeah. friend likes. So yeah, we're, we're obviously welcoming all that and super excited to start to see more of it. So into our topic of the day, time travel. So I'm sure all of us can kind of agree littered through cartoons and movies this concept of time travel has kind of been ingrained in us more so on the fictional end 
Um, now there are stories that say like, oh yeah, time travel is a thing and we're really close to being able to travel in time, but it's not necessarily what everything depicts it to be. So I yes. guess, I guess the big first question is, do you guys think it's possible? Because there's a lot of stories out there. There's this Iranian time machine story that talks about how they created this time machine. I think it was a few years ago and it is usable and possible. They aren't sharing really any details, which again, throws up the red flag, but they said you cannot go. It's not like you would imagine it where you can go back to the, I don't know, 15th century or, or go back as far as you want. The day that they build it is whenever that like portal starts. So supposedly you can only go back in history those three years or however long ago they made that, which, which is really interesting to kind of think about how different. Because I don't know. You, you have to wonder how that idea even came about if someone thought that would be a cool thing and they wrote about it and then people started digging and prying at that type of concept, or if this has been something that's really followed through generation by generation as who the hell can do this. Right. So do you guys think it's possible? Right. I I personally don't think it's possible. I think it's like, I, I just think like if people could actually go back in time, I think like it would have already happened by now. And we like, you gotta think, like some if in the future we can go back in time mm-hmm. so there could be someone that could couldn't come back to like our time today and and it you would just feel like it would just get exposed in some way shape or form unless mm-hmm. it's like in the future super highly reg- regulated and only certain people can do it and you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like if, technically if if time tra- travel is possible then someone today in our world is probably like here that is from the future. You know what I mean? Right. Unless it's like super classified to where they're really keeping right. in under like in closed doors. But yeah, I mean, it, it's like kind like of getting to the area 51. Like if, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if like area 51, like if they have like an underground bunker where this time traveling happens and like people will come back from the future and say, okay, here's where you need to adjust this or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, and I wonder if it's like, and if time travel does happen, it would almost have to be like small, minute like changes that would happen have to happen to change certain aspects of history so like major events don't get changed and won't be noticeable and and it almost and you're right about the conspiracy thing maybe that's where the mandela effect comes from too mm-hmm. yeah that's we, we talked about the multiverse but it could be that people are just traveling back in yeah. time and changing something and it wasn't like a full transition for us because you think about right. it, if someone traveled back in time and changed, let's just use 9-11 as an example. Let's say the very first time that history happened, that day nothing happened at all. And someone created mm-hmm. this time machine and went back three, four years and gave, depending on what you think of 9-11, the, the planes that rammed into it, if it was a terrorist attack, having those gave them intel on how to get into this and how to do that to essentially take over those planes and really take them right into the Twin Towers, we wouldn't necessarily feel that sort of impact. We wouldn't be able to tell the difference because we're only living on this timeline, right? We're not going, and that's the same type of thing with like the multiverse. Like you don't really know necessarily like what's going on, but it very well could be more complicated than than you could even imagine it being. That's just the world we live in, right? Possibilities are endless. (laughs) So here's my take and bear with me for a couple minutes. Two things. One, I think we got to be careful of the way that we ask this question because I think it's similar to 
it's similar to the question of do you think aliens exist or not? Because the way that I ask if aliens exist or not is I say, do you think that another life form exists out there, even if it's as small as a bug? And that completely changes people's answer to that because it, immediately when you say, do you think aliens exist, they think of people that kind of look like us but with weirder heads and like bu- bug eyes, right? Like E.T., yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think we got to be careful with this question because I think the, peop- the way that people take this question is when you say, do you think time travel is possible, they're going to think, okay, do I think that it's possible to go into a, mach- a phone booth machine mm-hmm. and travel back or forward in time? While I don't think that that's possible, maybe, yet, I, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it ever will be possible. But time travel itself already does exist. And I'll give you an example, and then I'll, and then I'll yeah, read please, a thing. Please explain. <laughs> it already does exist. So did you guys ever watch Interstellar? I did not. No, I didn't. So in Interstellar, there's a scene where they are sent they're they're sent into space essentially to save earth and to move everybody to a different planet because earth is dying and in this one scene they're to go to this one planet and kind of study it to see if it would be habitable for humans but while they're there they know that every hour that they're on this planet seven years will pass on earth and so they keep one guy above the atmosphere to keep uh, control of the of the spacecraft and the rest of them go down into the into the planet they end up spending several hours down there because they i can't remember what happened when they come back up their their uh, teammate aged everybody else on earth aged like years and so i'll read you this and this is actually from nasa and this is five lines so bear with me Say you were 15 years old when you left Earth in a spacecraft, traveling at about 99.5% of the speed of light, which obviously is a lot faster than what we can do now. Mm -hmm. During this time, you only celebrated five birthdays during your space voyage. When you get home at the age of 20, you would find that all your classmates were 65 years old, retired, and enjoying their grandchildren. Because time passed more slowly for you, mm-hmm. you have only experienced five years of your life while your classmates, you know, experienced 50. Wow. So if your journey began in 2003, it would only take you five years to travel to the year 2053, whereas it would have only t- it would have taken all your friends 50 years to do this. In a sense, this means you have been time traveling. This is a way of going to the future at a rate faster than one hour per hour. So time travel does already exist. That's what, that's what the space-time continuum is. That's what black holes are. That's what all this stuff is. Do I think that we're ever going to get to a point where we have a machine that we can go back in time? I don't think so. But when you ask the question, do you think time, do you think time travel exists? That's what people are going to jump to. The fact is time travel does exist. It's just, it's just not in the, the question that okay. we think so- is being asked. So the answer then is time travel to the future already exists. Yes. Yeah, so time, time travel, travel to the well, time travel back in time does not exist. And I, I don't, I don't. No, I mean, know. I, I understand what you're saying though. Like, I, I was just about to say that we got to understand that time is actually just a structure of our our own being. Yes, exactly. Like humans invented time. Correct. It, it, time goes by how we read the sun. And I think, much, you know? and I think we mm-hmm. really got to be careful at what we say is possible and impossible and move it to probable and improbable yeah. because we're literally nothing in an endless universe. And we need to stop 
we need to stop thinking that things are impossible because we're we are literally in an endless universe a speck and anything anything could happen out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i like that i like that mindset because nine times out of ten i would bet on something being possible as opposed to impossible because like you said there's just so much out there that we don't even know about I mean, yeah. there's 95% of the ocean we don't know about. There's a hell of a lot of space we don't know about and we haven't explored. And honestly, with, with how long we've been on this earth, like we really haven't explored that much of that either in terms of concepts, land, like there's just a giant hole in, in our knowledge and how we really understand things. But so, so let me understand you again. Yeah. In, in your example, if you went up into, was it, it was into space, but was it, was it based on distance that that time came back to no. where you advanced? So it was five years and you came back and your friends. It were... has it has to do with the the rate that you're traveling at. Okay. So in space. In space, yes, it, it has to do with space time, mm-hmm. which 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 is obviously you're in space and not the distance, the speed that you're which you're going. Mm-hmm. So I get that that time is our own. Like is our own measurement is our, yeah, yeah. our own measurement. It's made up. It's not real. Um, but looking at, at that type of example, I, I guess I just have a lot of questions cause I never watched interstellar. So in that type, yeah, I definitely do. Uh, I know Brittany watched it. She liked it, but my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yes. You watch it in theaters? No, I actually wanted to see it in IMAX. Didn't get a chance to, mm-hmm. but with the music, the, the, the lighting it just just watch it i'm not going to go into a review but go ahead yeah so is that so again time is our measurement is that based on years to where it feels like we're only so let's say we all went up into into space and we were doing this the whole space time thing and then we came back down i know it's our own measurement but are we aged to where it's 50 years and we felt like it was five years or that's it literally felt like five years on our body and in our mind if that's yes. the question, right? So yeah. we'd go down and Noah and Jared and everyone else down there would be 50 years. They would have experienced 50 years more in, in terms of everything, the grand scope of everything. Yes. That shit is wow. wild. That blows <laughs> yeah. my mind. Yeah. So when, so at the, so at the beginning of this movie, Matthew McConaughey and his daughter, and the only reason why I'm giving spoilers is because it's years old. So yeah. you just got to watch it. But, um, Matthew McConaughey and his daughter, she's probably like 12, 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, she is like a 98-year-old woman dying on her deathbed, and he comes back the same age as when he left. Wow. And there is there is some fact to that. It's not entirely fiction. There's fact. No, no. I mean, this is on, on, you know, the NASA blog page, like NASA.gov. Damn. Isn't there a thing with, like, astronauts where because of being in space so much, like something happens to, like, their bone density? where like astronauts are expected not to live as long as maybe i yeah, thought i heard um, that somewhere I, I, I know where exactly where you heard that so uh astronaut i forget his first name but i'm just gonna say like uh astronaut kelly he okay. traveled around the world remember he did a trip around the earth or like he was on some like crazy mission that took years and he was in space for a long long time uh, chad kelly maybe but he, whenever he came back to Earth, like Scott he, Kelly, yeah, Scott Kelly, right. Whenever he came back to Earth, I remember on like in the news saying, like people saying that he will not like live as long 
on earth. And he like knows that mm-hmm. it, it, he's like accepted that he knows that because he spent so much time in space that his body is affected by that. And coming That's back crazy. to earth is like tough. It's like hard. Like, I mean, it took him a while to like learn how to walk again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm so, reading this and it's saying that, um, astronauts lose based on that study, astronauts lose an average of more than 1% of their bone mass per month spent in, spent in space. Wow. So do, how long was Scott Kelly? That. What's that? How how long was Scott Kelly? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, that's a great question. So real quick, while you're looking that up, uh, I think it's one year. This this 500, is 520 days, ten hours oh, and thirty three minutes. Wow. Five hundred twenty days in months is seventeen months. So I mean, I imagine it's exponential. So it's not like it, it's not like he lost seventeen percent. I would imagine that that's more tapered down to where like yeah. he lost 1% and then he lost another 1% of that 99%, right? Not yeah. that it would be a huge difference, but I don't think if he spent 50 months in there, he's 50% his bone density. I feel like it's logarithmic or exponential or whatever hell you want to say with that. Yeah. Math I think, I think <laughs> as your body adjusts to being in space too, it probably has less of an effect. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is absolutely insane. So real quick. So this is, this is this is gonna answer your question, Bargo. Okay. So it's it's special rel- relativity. Special relativity is what it is, and it's actually a theory by Albert Einstein. So it's actually been around for a while. Hmm. Special relativity also says that a surprising thing happens when you move through space time, especially here it is, especially when your speed relative to other objects is close to the speed of light. Time goes slower for you than for the people you leave behind. You won't notice this effect until you return to those stationary people. Hmm. So all has to do about, like we said, the speed relative to the others. What source was that? I'm just curious. Was that this is uh, spaceplace.nava or nasa.gov. Yeah, hmm. I just don't want to get a copyright strike. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASA's listening. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. So yeah, would you? Crazy it, okay, so let, let's kind of tangent away from that. So assuming time travel is possible and more of like the fictional, where you can go forward or you can go backward yes would you do it why or why not spike yes absolutely i uh now what now would i change anything no but would i go absolutely i mean that that would be a life changer that's everybody's dream at one point because you think about that just to insert something here you think about that a lot of people go on these really expensive trips to different countries just to experience the culture and could you imagine like, yes, you can go around the continental U.S., you can go to all sorts of different countries, you can go to a third world country and get, like, a, a good perspective. Like, I know at Juniata, yes. we have a trip to the Gambia to where you really understand the perspective of appreciate what you have in life because people are dealing with this and you have that, that type of service that you can provide. But a lot of people go all over to get these experiences. But imagine being able to go back 200, 300 years and being able to say, oh, this is how it was like yeah. in 1700s whenever – this we didn't have vaccines right so i would i would go if i wouldn't be noticed mm-hmm. because if you think about it if you actually think about it why would you go- want to go back in time when like disease is everywhere and obviously you would stand out when people kill each other just for sport like mm-hmm. so i would go if i wouldn't really be noticed mm-hmm. so and i wouldn't like change anything do like a tour. yeah and i wouldn't like and, and the butterfly effect as well mm-hmm do you want to explain the that? Way... So, I mean, it's 
it's very simple that if you go back in time, and I'm sure everyone's seen this in movies or shows or even video games because they're doing butterfly effect video games now where if you go back in time or even now, I mean, the butterfly effect has been happening all throughout history. If you, whatever choice you make now affects the future. Therefore, if you go into the past and you, and you interrupt time, it'll have just an outstanding amount of differences I mean, literally species could go extinct just from one thing happening in time that changes. Mm-hmm. So if I were to be like invisible or just like a bird's eye view, I would go. If not, I would not. Hmm. What about you, Hayden? Uh, so just the answer to the question, you mean? Yeah, like w- would you want to time travel if you could? And I guess would would you change anything? So not necessarily – we definitely want to get into like – what you'd really want to go experience, who right. do you want to meet, things like that. But more so, would you do it in general? Okay, if you had the so opportunity? In, in general, so the way I've always pictured time travel, and it's based off a of video game. Um, have you ever played the Assassin's Creed? Oh yeah, franchise. Mm-hmm. So the way I've always pictured it was kind of like that, but like obviously with me killing less people. <laughs> <laughs> and probably jumping off of less buildings right yeah and jumping off Assassin, of less buildings assassin snook i i always yeah. thought of it as like and with the way virtual reality is going too mm-hmm. i'm starting to think that if possible to go back in time imagine if you could put on like a vr headset and you're placed in like back in time but in like you're such a realistic character within that realm that people don't notice you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like imagine (laughs) imagine your virtual character is actually living in time like a video game but you're actually there and you get to like walk around and like see things and experience the time period but as soon as like you want to return back you can just disappear that'd be cool yeah Yeah, that's that's kind of how i've always like pictured time travel and if i could do that like a, an Assassin's Creed type of thing where I'm hooked up to a device and I'm actually put in that time period and I, I could actually change something if I wanted to, but I, like obviously you you wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I would just to make it more real. But if it was me physically sending myself back in time, I probably wouldn't. And it, that's only because I'm a big believer in that if something happened in time, it was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like changing something in time would, like Spike said, the butterfly effect, it would just drastically change everything. Imagine imagine if we could time travel and we went back in time to see uh, Jesus being crucified. That could change the course of history forever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of civilization was brought up of the Judeo-Christian like mindset. Right. Like the industrial the like the industrial revolution would change like all all technologies would change and if i don't know if it'd be for the better or for the worse mm-hmm. and if, the idea of the family and how people live their lives it there would just be so many detrimental effects of certain things happening like even if someone went back and watched hitler give a speech or like watched uh Dwight Eisenhower give a speech during World War Two. You know, little things like that could change and help. I guess, like, if you wouldn't do anything, it wouldn't change anything. But if you're in the future, then too, you could learn more. A lot of things would change, and it's just, it's kind of mind-boggling to me. 
like to even think about like my physical self being thrown back in time. Would I want to do it? Yeah. Because I'd want to, I like, like I said uh, the other day, I, I would love to like go see a Johnny cash concert or I would love to experience D day. And like, that, that sounds kind of like crazy to want to experience D day, but I honestly, I love like the history of it and the, what it meant to civilization for D D day to happen and world war two to happen. And just to feel that emotion in my own body would be just an, a crazy experience, like a, an unreal experience. And I, I mean, I don't have much else to say about it. It's just, it's kind of like out of body and hard to even think about because it's just so drastic. Yeah. It's, it's definitely really hard to fathom, like being able to access that. And and I think we brought, you guys brought up a lot of really good points there. So you talk about like VR or AR, like having the opportunity because think about it. So if we did have access to time travel and it wasn't classified, so some guy created time travel and created this huge product to where obviously all the billionaires, trillionaires, everyone wants to go do it because it's the next big thing. And you're not going to, you're not just going to say, Hey, everyone line up and, and come time travel. So I think realistically, if that would ever come to fruition, you would have some company that would come in there and be able to go back and record like to times where we didn't have any access to media and obviously they would have to do it very subtly so you aren't disrupting the timeline or disrupting like you said with the butterfly effect but being able to capture those moments and really show people what these things felt like and then being able to bring that back and integrate that with vr and so like at, at like i don't know like some sort of war museum you're able to actually see everything that happened in like full color, like how everyone would have actually seen it. Because contrary to like most people's belief, I can look back at like World War II stuff and it, it's not as impactful to me just because I can't feel like I'm there because in your mind it looks like it's so old, right? Not to say I, I can't imagine just because it's black and white, but it's really hard to step into people's shoes unless you'd actually get the opportunity to do that. So I think that that would be really cool. I would definitely do it if I had the opportunity to. I think it would just be an awesome experience. Um, I probably wouldn't change anything. So it, I might be looking at this like too too granular. I might need to take a step back. But if I had one opportunity to time travel, I would probably time travel to some sort of time where I could, whether it be investing in something or... Do you guys ever hear the story about the dude with uh, the pizza with Bitcoin? Do you ever hear that? No. There was a guy... Uh, in 2010 that bought it was a programmer for bitcoin and bought two large papa john's pizzas for 10,000 bitcoin so it was 30 30 bucks and the papa john's driver drove to his house and the dude didn't have any money so he paid him in 10,000 bitcoins and of course the pizza dude was pissed because yeah. it, it, they didn't even know what it was and it's got like this this jag and in San Francisco or wherever the hell it happened is trying to pay me with this fake currency, trying to get one over on me. And it's this nice fancy house and he doesn't have 30 bucks. Well, he kept that 10,000 Bitcoin and that ended up equating to $82 million at the peak of Bitcoin based on delivering two pizzas. So think about a, a specific time where you could go back in history and just give yourself unlimited financials to where, mm -hmm. cause I feel like a lot of what everyone does in society now is you're trying to get, to this, this certain threshold of money to where you're comfortable with, and then you want to live your life because your life shouldn't be 
completely focused around gaining this financial wealth, well, but but that's really how that's how society is really aimed. You don't get to experience as much. You don't get to live as you want to live unless you have some sort of padding and some sort of like insurance that that you're that you'd be okay. So I feel like being able to go back and giving myself financial freedom to really go and experience everything that this world has to offer would would be probably one of the top <laughs> top yeah. things that you could really do if you were going to back yeah. to go back in time. Um, so that that's probably what I would do. That's interesting. But again, that that might cause some sort of butterfly effect because if if I right. if that were me buying those stocks, maybe I tell maybe so okay. <laughs> if I took myself back to early 2000s and bought into Apple stock or bought into Microsoft stock during the big tech crash. And so it would have been Apple's early stage. I think it was actually like mid two thousands, whenever Apple or like even really like, started imagine like going back Bargo, like when your dad was in college right. and saying like, Hey, like going to a class with him and being like, Hey, look at this Apple stock. That's yeah. this new company, Apple that just mm-hmm. came in and like just hinting to him like, Hey dad, you know, right. <laughs> put a thousand dollars at it. Trust me. Exactly. That thousand dollars is worth millions and millions today for a hundred percent. But if you were to do that and you go and buy, you, I could tell my dad, Hey, buy the stock. Right. Even though I can say, don't tell anyone, don't do anything. If some guy came down and said, Hey, invest into this. And I could tell he's a time traveler. I can tell it's like someone from the future. It's not like me overdosed on some crazy drug. Right. Uh, you know that it's authentic. There's no way I wouldn't be able to tell someone I wouldn't not yeah. be able to tell someone. So right. my decision go, goes to someone else. And then all these people are buying into this and that changes all their lives. And that's definitely a butterfly effect. Yes. It could yes. be for the better for everyone, but I feel like every, action comes back and inversely affects someone else. Yeah. So someone I mean, might be in, yeah. might be in poverty and I guess it would, would it really matter? I, I don't well, know. People like you wouldn't even another. think what it, it would affect. It would affect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, for sure. So, so question for you, Bargo. Hit me. So you, you said that if you were to go back to an event, that that's what you would do, right? If I had one opportunity, I would probably do that and then okay. experience everything in my current day. Yes. Okay, then let me ask you this question: If you could live in a time, when would it? Be? What would that be? Oh, not not an event. Not if you could live in a time, what would it be? And and this, I think this is a good structure, and we'll, we'll kind of do this with all three mm, of us. But yeah, so I think that's really tough. I gave this a lot of thought. Something along the lines of this: like, where would I want to go, and what would I want to experience? So I'm very nostalgic with a lot of things, but it's things that impacted me directly. So like video games like my childhood yeah. um my my pap was in world war ii so, so like those kind of things but i don't know if i'd necessarily want to go back to those times so you're talking if i would go back and live if i so i'm taking myself off of earth in this current timeline and plopping myself somewhere else with my same mindset and everything let's uh because i feel like that'd be really hard to like with how reliant we are on techno with technology and everything Take away that initial idea. Take take away take away just the, you know, the investments and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. what time period do you think would be a cool time period to live in? To live just in. as simple as that. Don't don't think of any like I could do this, this, and this. Just mm-hmm. a period that you could see yourself in, or that interests you. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Probably like the Roaring Twenties. 
That's a good one. Yeah. Which is like, it was just this great, everyone was super happy. You always have like these, these pictures of everyone being like thrilled about how everything's going, dancing. Like you look at like the old times and it was obviously big for like social and political change. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that would be a fun time to live in. And that was what, right after, or right before the great depression, right before, right before it. Yeah. So that was what thirties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. So probably there. Uh, but then if you're plop, that's the thing is, is this question has so many different angles because yeah, if I'm living yeah, in I, that, if I'm living in that time, I'm also experiencing the great depression, right? Assuming I'm yeah, living. No, you, you are. Right? I'm just, I'm just picking a specific time period. So take away, you know, it, it, no, I get it. It's a tough yeah, question it, to it ask is a really without saying, question. well, what about this, this, and this? Right. Another cool time that I think would be really cool. Like obviously like a lot of different moments in sports, whether it be like 10, 15, 40, hundred years ago whether it be like talking to Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and all this different stuff. But I would love to go back and just like observe or be like a caveman and see how different they live. Yes. That'd be cool. That would be like, (laughs) I would love to be able to witness like the way they started everything. Yeah. Right. And that, that goes back to the whole point. Like, would you necessarily want to live in that time? Yeah, probably not. But it'd be one of those things like you ever hear all these different things that you can do socially, whether it be like ax throwing or I forget the word for them, but it's essentially where you can live a day and try to understand not necessarily a culture and a people, but a specific lifestyle, I guess. That's cool. So these really rich, I always look at it like these rich white girls go and and have these type of experiences. They would never want to do it more than a day. Oh, okay. So the the perfect example I'm thinking of is like uh, living on a farm. So there are people that will pay to go do like a two day trip to where they're living on a farm. So some, some person owns this farm, does like a, uh, what's the thing where you can go rent houses, Airbnb does like yeah. an Airbnb event where, for it, where they have this couple come and pick, pick the, or do the livestock, pick, uh, the vegetables and do all that kind of stuff. They would never want to do that, but they want to be able to say they did it, whether it be for Instagram or whether it yep. be for whatever reason. I feel like that's more what I'd be interested in if you would go back in history as opposed to living my life then, if that I get makes it. sense. And then last question for you, just to kind of come full circle. Oh, God. Okay. You could meet one person, just one. Who and why? <sighs> well, I already met Hayden and I met you. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty important person in history. You, you are. I, I would definitely agree with Parker, that. I know you're joking, but I'm, I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's beautiful. You beautiful think I'm stuff. joking, but you don't know entirely if I'm joking. That's true. I mean, mm. I feel like you would want to meet someone more important. <laughs> yeah, and it's tough because like you have opportunities today. Like I, you could say like who's your favorite athlete right now, or you could say like Wayne Gretzky. Like you, you still in theory have an opportunity to meet. Yeah, those type of people, but. Yeah. Going back, I, I would probably just do like Abraham Lincoln or Thomas Jefferson or just one of the yeah. famous presidents that was kind of like our, found, our founding fathers with everything. Yeah. Um, I get that. Or, or I feel like living with like Thomas Edison or um, uh, Isaac Newton or someone like that, contributions have been super heavy to like today's society and they were obviously really impactful then. But I feel like those guys would be complete nuts to live with. And I feel yes. like you'd be able to come back and be like, 
holy shit, Einstein doesn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you'd come back and be like, what the yeah. hell did I just experience? Was, was it Isaac Newton with the apple? Like, it's like <laughs> Isaac Newton had an apple hit him in the head. And then you have like the whole idea of like the, the bow and arrow hitting an apple and like seeing yeah. like, all that type of shit. Like that, that would be wild. No, that, like, that would be crazy. Yeah. What about you guys? A lot of layers to that. Spike. Which, okay. Which, which question? Um, where would you go in history? So this is the event one. Yes, and like we're not talking event? living there, right? What, okay, what event would so, you go to experience? So I actually would want to go back to several events, but all in one idea, and just have like a bird's eye view at what happened to like some of the world's most interesting mysteries that were never solved. Ooh, okay, I like this. So, like one of them would be the Roanoke Colony. Okay, fill me in a little bit there. So the Roanoke Colony, which is also known as the Last Colony. The Lost Colony, sorry. Um, it was like tr- it was our first attempt to really build a first English settlement in America, mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of like some people had to go back to England or wherever, and some people stayed, and they couldn't come back until like three years later. And when they came back, everybody was gone, and the only thing that they found was like a carving on a tree, and mm-hmm. they never found them. No artifacts were ever found. No bodies were ever found. It was just a lost colony, just completely gone, wiped out. So this was prior to uh, Jamestown, Christopher Columbus. Yeah, Jamestown. This is 1585. So no, this is not prior to okay. Christopher Columbus. It was just okay. trying to get the first per- like permanent settlement. Gotcha. Um, another one would be like let's uh, Atlantis. I would want to see if that's mm-hmm. real. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Like Cleopatra's tomb. You know, the body of Jimmy Hoffa, just a bunch of who was Jack the Ripper, just like any mystery that the world has that that are, you know, massive publicity. Whether it be in the BCs or the 80s, I would just want to have like a bird's eye view to see what actually happened. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be super cool to like know that. And would I tell people yes, but nobody would ever believe me. So I'd probably keep it to myself. But to just be able to see the world's mysteries that have been confusing people for thousands of years. Like that'd be so cool to see. Or like Tupac figuring out what happened yeah. to Tupac. If he's still yeah, alive. Just, just little stuff like that. Like I would love to be able to just get a bird's eye view at that. Mm-hmm. Like who killed JFK? You know, some people don't, you know, just little stuff like that. I'm lo- looking at a list here because obviously the mysteries, you know, go on and on, mm-hmm. but anything you can really think. Of. I think Atlantis would be cool to kind of look at uh, the fate of the Ark of the Covenant. That'd be, that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I we'll think a lot, of, a lot of uh, mysterious like creatures, like you talk about, like Nessie, like not yeah, like the yeah. Loch Ness monster or like Stuff Sasquatch. Like if you could go and dive into like just see if and when they existed, that would, yeah. that would be super cool. That's kind um, of I would love. A bit. I'd love to go back in time to when people said that they saw aliens and yep. just like hide behind a tree and look at what they're looking at. <laughs> yeah, and then they think you're an alien. You're part of the story and. <laughs> probably because i am one but hey uh don't give yourself up that easily remember nasa is listening sorry nasa <laughs> but yeah then, I, I don't know yeah. I, I don't, that, that seems like a, a weird one and like a not very important one but i just think it would be so oh amelia Earhart. like i would love to be able to just be able to see what actually happened to her mm. or santa claus or Santa Claus, like, to see when, when he actually passed away. Yeah, and if he was as fat, like, how the hell does he get down the chimney? 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna time travel with the North Pole and check this out. See if, <laughs> see if, Tim, see if Tim Allen's still out there. Or not. You gotta do the math there. Yeah, Tim Allen's definitely there. Don't let him kid you. He's still there. <laughs> okay, Uh-oh. and then which one is next? The the time yeah. I would live in. Yes. Or yeah, I would pick the fifties. It's similar to the 1920s. Uh, it was after a war. Everybody was happy. I'm a very old school person, and you guys know this. I'm very just old fashioned, not very techy. Um, I, I don't know something about it. Like anytime I watch a movie that's set in the fifties, or like a commercial about the fifties, or like fifties commercials, or something. Remember when we watched The Notebook that one time? Yes. I don't know if that was in the fifties, <laughs> but like it kind of looked like it was, mm-hmm. and just that kind of culture really. I think I really would have like done well in that culture. Or kind of like in the Fallout games, like how they kind of depict it as like early civilization. Like that's kind of a hard, a hard. And, well, thing and to it describe, says here, but... like, like I'm looking here. It's like if you were to live in the '50s, if you were a kid, you'd spend your days reading comics and putting baseball cards in your in your bicycle spokes. Mm-hmm. That's me. Like that literally reminds me of me. Like just going out all day, playing with your buddies, playing sports all day, coming back at like 11 p.m., having no cell phone. Like that. That's just me to a T. Oh man, if we still did the photoshops, I would totally love to see Spike photoshopped on, on someone with a bike with the with the spokes. Gosh. <laughs> Doesn't that remind you of me though? Like, you see it that? totally does, a hundred percent. That would yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I could uh, see you definitely go into those like uh dances and stuff. You know how like my grandparents <laughs> would always tell me about how they would like go to dancing and line like, dancing. Watch they would watch yeah, line dances and like even they would watch uh, – I forget the guy's name. He was a host, big TV host. He used to uh, – Dick Clark. Dick yeah, Clark Dick used Clark, to host yeah. like a huge music dancing TV show and they would dance in the living rooms to like along with like the TV and it, it just that whole time is crazy. So I'm like – yeah, like I could see myself doing that. I'm an old-fashioned person. Like the whole like instead of texting your girlfriends but you write them letters and stuff like that, like that's definitely me too. I don't want like constant contact but like I don't know. Anytime I see something about it, I'm just like, holy crap, I belong there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super hard for me, like, thinking back to that because I'm so techie. But I, at the same time, I wouldn't want to go to the future either. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's really hard. But what about you, Hayden? Uh, so, for the – oh, man, not <laughs> – I hate to make you repeat the question again, but <laughs> we were kind of going on a, a yeah. template. Yeah, right. But, what were you? What were you saying? What was the first one, Spike? I, I so we're doing events, times, and people. Events. Okay, so the event that I would want. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I think it would be awesome to just people. Some people don't realize the impact like music has on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really love music, and like I might not be the best to, at playing it, but like just the the emotion I feel like listening to certain music and if I can really hear the words in a song and really feel connected to it, it's, it can almost change like my outlook on life a little Mm -hmm. bit. And Johnny Cash's music really just made an impact on me from the beginning. Whenever my pap gave me his like first Johnny Cash record that he had just to like go and listen to, he he, pap just said, here, take this with you, listen to it in the car. And I took it and I listened to the whole, the whole album. It was, it was just the greatest hits album. And, Man, or no, it was the Folsom Prison album when yep. he recorded in Folsom Prison. And there's just something about hearing those inmates, like those inmates who clearly probably had no hope until that day. Like 
the impact of him coming in there and singing and the interactions he was having with them. He was shouting at them saying like, let's go. And they would all cheer. And like, it's just the way music has just like shaped and formed me as a person really, really would put an impact on me. And just to go experience Johnny cash, I would definitely be a prisoner and just to watch him perform at Folsom prison. Like it, it sounds crazy. Like, I would go back in time to be a prisoner, but just to be able to be in Folsom prison whenever Johnny came and performed with June and his band, man, that would just be epic. Um, so is that, is that your event or is that your person? That's my both. I'll say both. Okay. Just to save time. I'll say both. Cause it really is the truth. Um, time I would live in. Yes. And then, and you know what? I'll give my person too. Cause I didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Sorry, buddy. Thanks, Bargo. I didn't do a person either. Yeah, you did. Who did I do? Oh, yeah, I did. I said Edison. <laughs> I, I said a bunch of those guys. Okay, my B. <laughs> Who's your person? Hey, oh, your person's Johnny Cash. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. No, Hayden's giving his actual time. <laughs> okay. Good Spike, who was your person? Well, you're on a roll here. <laughs> who was my person? <laughs> you said like Abraham Lincoln. You pretty much said every no, person. No, I know. I know. Spike, who was your person? It's Just give Jesus. your damn person. Who is it? It's Jesus. Oh. oh. No, seriously, though. Like, I thought about this for a while. And I was thinking, like, you know, Galileo and, and Aristotle and all these people. And then I'm like, you know what? If I went back in time and had a conversation with these dudes, would I understand a freaking word of what they're saying? And the answer is no. And so I thought about it. And I'm like, okay. Like who who would just be like a good person just to talk to? And I was like, wait wait a minute, who is literally the most famous person of all time? Whose teachings are in the most famous book of all time? And I'm not even being controversial here. These are just mm-hmm. facts. I'm no, not, I'm not like I'm being extremely neutral here. Mm-hmm. Um, whose teachings have been are still relevant two thousand years later? And I'm like, holy crap! What about Jesus Christ? And I was like, well, hold on one second. And, and, you know, it's not even a question. He, he did exist. So, um, and there, there are, it's a historical fact that he exists. Now, whether you believe he, he's holy or not, that's another question. But the fact that Jesus Christ exists, it is. So this isn't controversial at all. Um, I would do what Thomas Rhett did in his famous song, and that is Beer with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would sit down at a bar mm-hmm. or at a tavern, whatever they had back then, and I'd literally just let him talk about whatever he wanted. What wow. kind of beer? Whatever they had then? Whatever they had then, or wine, or whatever it is back then. Just literally, just like, all right, yep, you have the stage, go ahead, just listen. That's all I would do. Wow. Imagine how, like, your faith would be, like, completely restored, too. It's just, like... Like, Not not to go faithful again, but, like, even if it's just, the history about it, like... Even if you're a Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, atheist, whatever you are, to listen to somebody who is still relevant to this day 2,000 years later and, it, and is the most famous person, influential person of all time, why wouldn't you, whether yeah. you believe he's sacred or holy or not? Mm-hmm. Wow. Agreed. Wow. That's mine. Dang. Well, mine was Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and mine, Cash. mine was Abraham Lincoln, if we didn't get that enough times. <laughs> Wait, who was yours, Margo? I think Abraham Lincoln. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Or Edison, or Franklin, (laughs) or any person from back then. Old person, old head. There you go. So the time period, just to kind of move forward with it, Mm -hmm. the time period I would live in would probably be during – I would want to participate in 
the American Revolution. And Ooh. I would, I think I would love I would like to be part of like the Continental Congress. Ooh, like cool. and be part of the founding fathers. Hmm. Like I, man, that would just be so cool to like have your name on the Declaration of Independence knowing you're about to like go to foreign war with a whole country knowing you're just a small group of colonies that have barely any power and then win it. Imagine like spending so much time like together convening ideas and you come to the end of so many years of fighting with the greatest nation in that time period and you won your independence. That'd be awesome. Like uh, imagine that feeling being a founding father. Imagine how George Washington felt when they finally gave up. Oh, oh, there have been several times I thought about this when we were asking these questions where it's like, if I was guaranteed that I wouldn't die, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. I would die. I don't care. Like I, I would like, honestly, like I, if you guaranteed that I would die, if you said like, I would die on a battlefield fighting, like the last, like, let's just say the battles of Lexington or like the, one of the first battles, like the first shot, whenever the first shot was fired, if I died on the first shot, imagine your name being in the history books. That'd be awesome. Because mm-hmm. like you participated in those things. It's just mm-hmm. something like that would be awesome. But yeah, that's yeah. the time period I would live in. So look, I actually thought, uh, not necessarily, it kind of hits everything with what we were asking, but I figured like going back to WWF time would be really cool for you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, man. Getting to experience. Cause I know you love wrestling how it is now, but being able to actually experience like everyone you really yeah. look up to, like the legends, like Bret Hart and Mick Foley yeah. and all those guys. I think that'd be awesome. Hulk Hogan. I mean, just to mm-hmm. see like, oh man. And then get to see like young Shawn Michaels and young triple mm-hmm. H like that, that, that period mm-hmm. where the older the older wrestlers of today and the old old wrestlers of the way back time you know when what that period when they were cut because right now we're in kind of that transition period in wwe where you have those old wrestlers like triple h john cena that are finally like they're finally kind of transitioning out of the company and then Mm -hmm. you have these new superstars like finn Balor, seth rollins like that are just as great. Like if they were back in the seventies, they would still be superstars, you know, because right. they're just awesome wrestlers, but just to be involved in that transition period and being able to experience the early two thousands and seeing how that went. And now uh, today, cause I took like, I took a, a kind of a hiatus from it for a while. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it probably for a few years starting in high school. I did probably didn't watch it through high school until freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then, they've really brought it back. You guys had the whole, yeah. the whole what things in AB one hundred. Yeah, we we would have big like WrestleMania watch part pay per view watch parties every mm-hmm. time a pay per view. I mean, we'd invite everybody too. It yeah. wouldn't just be like a, like people that didn't even watch wrestling would come and they'd be like, oh, I get it. They would like mm-hmm. they would understand like why we were so into it. Mm-hmm. And the way I heard someone describe it today was like, not to get a tangent about wrestling, but it's like a sports soap opera. Yeah, you know, sports drama, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's athletes doing crazy things with their bodies and putting their injury like injuries on the line, whatever. But it's also uh, the story and like it's it's a TV show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's the Big Bang Theory with big men and and fighting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, less, and less nerd culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's. <laughs> It, it, I, that's the way I, I like the way they put it. It's a, it's the sports soap opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. the only other, the only other thing that I would think about in terms of place to go back now that I had time to give it a little bit more thought 
So Hayden, you said about like being able to participate in the war, whether you were there, uh, knowing you would live or knowing you would die. I feel like going back to a time that was like super devastating and being one of the few people that could be relied on. So I'm looking back at like, I was looking back at like the world's worst diseases and obviously the black plague is up there. So being a doctor in Europe and the black plague, they estimated about 200 million people died in four years based off that one disease, which is absolutely absurd. Now, granted, a lot of doctors probably didn't survive that either because they're directly exposed. And at that point, you don't really, they didn't really have a great understanding of, of medicine, but I feel like being able to essentially save people's lives while they're on their deathbed. And yes, you can do that today, like that being a heart surgeon and things like that. But like, these are people off the streets that you're essentially volunteering, not getting paid, not doing anything to go and, and clean up bodies and, and help people out. I think that, I feel like that would be an awesome, an awesome thing to do. But with that, I think we're good to wrap this one up. If you guys are, oh yeah, that was good. Definitely interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. That, and we, what's funny is we had that phone call yesterday, where, I mean, just to be transparent with our audience, we had that phone call of like, what are we going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. And look at where it went. That's just yeah. man, th- these podcasts are fun. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're really, slowly we're yeah. slowly learning that it we don't have to be super like deep. knowledgeable about things and knowledgeable about things. And we don't have to come up with like the deepest um, topics to talk about. Like we, I mean, we're not saying we didn't have anything to talk about. We actually do have an idea for our next one, but we wanted more time to prepare. So we're like, crap, what should we do? Kind of, you know, in the snap of your finger and Barga, you just kind of spurred out time travel, but Mm -hmm. literally, literally that's all we have to do really. And we can make a, we, we could do it. Yeah. I think that the coolest thing about these podcasts is, at the end of the day, so whether we bring in some sort of expert on talking about a specific thing or we just kind of pick a category and we all just kind of pick at it for a day or two or maybe we come out, maybe, maybe we come into it like some of us looked in, more into it than others. But at the end of the day, we're coming out of this more knowledgeable and more like it's just so such thought provoking conversation that it's so interesting just for us, let alone anyone that can also just hear us out, you know. And be able yeah. to per- kind of participate is kind of be like a, a backseat driver in that type of conversation. So definitely a good one. Um, just to echo what we said earlier, hit us with your feedback or any sort of suggestions, whether it be for topics or technical things, really anything you guys uh, can think of on any of our social media platforms. So streaming, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and obviously our host, which is Spreaker. And then for our social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and our main one being Instagram at Vacant House PC. We talked last time about having a compilation of our first 10 episodes. I'm not 100% sure where we're going to be at with that, but it'll definitely be coming out at some point. So stay tuned for that. And just don't forget to shoot us a DM with hashtag VHP to guarantee your entry to win that sick crew neck. So as always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later this week. Mm-hmm.